conferences. Every type of organization has opportunities to attend conferences, but are they an integral part of the education experience or just a boondoggle? Stay tuned and find out. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Innovation Driven Growth Podcast. Here we examine what enables true creativity, how to convert ideas into innovation, and seek out what ignites enterprise-wide growth. I'm your host, entrepreneur, strategist, and user of metacognition, David Peterson. Well, here in the financial service industry, most of the educational events, conferences, and and things like that fall into kind of a narrow time frame that I would just generally describe as the spring and the fall, kind of almost like two seasons. Between the months of March and May, and then also between September and, I don't know, roughly Thanksgiving, most of all of the primary and secondary education events or conferences are falling into that time frame. Now, a lot of these are annual events that got upended by COVID, and there's been a two-plus-year hiatus that caused many financial institution executives to reevaluate their participation in these events, probably very similar in your organization as well. Now, my last couple of podcasts have talked about the importance of employee education. So this topic of conferences and kind of who should attend seems timely and relevant to that discussion. Now, my thoughts are organized around One, why is it important to attend conferences? Two, who should attend? And three, how to decide which conferences provide the maximum benefit. And just as a reminder, I work in the financial services industry, so I'm going to use that as my example. But you can see the parallels, draw the parallels to your particular area of business. All right, let's begin by how we define a conference. A general definition of a conference might be I don't know, a gathering of people who have a common reason for meeting at a centralized location. Now, some banking executives might think of a conference as more of a boondoggle or a fun event that has a stated educational purpose, but really is just an opportunity to socialize and play golf, meet and have drinks. Now, to be clear, getting together with other bankers or other people in our industry has its merits. But if you're a mid-manager trying to get approved to attend an educational conference, any resistance you may encounter may be based on the senior leader's experience with a boondoggle-type conference that they attend. Oh, Johnson, your conference is held in Vegas? Boondoggle! Now, just a note here. There's a lot of conferences that are held in Vegas. And regardless of what you personally think of Las Vegas, they're held there because there's cheap flights and hotels. It's one of the few places in the U.S. that can handle many thousands of people coming to a conference. So let's stop hating on Vegas. Now, there's a lot of conferences on the calendar, and they're definitely not all the same. Now, many are very education-focused and kind of keep the fun stuff to a minimum. Others are nearly exclusively enabling networking. It can be a single day or could be multiple days. They can be virtual, but most organizations are coming back to live meetings. Uh, I recently attended the Independent Community Bankers Association Conference in San Antonio, Texas, and everybody was excited about being back in person 
And the conference was really well attended and, of course, it was well run. It had the appropriate mix of access to vendors, educational sessions, um, networking, and social events. Now, most banker attendees were either senior management or board members, and I think for that conference, having senior leaders attend makes sense. A state association may have a similar event that draws some senior executives, but also might have conferences focused on topics such as marketing or technology, security, compliance that draws a different crowd. Even these demographic-oriented conferences are regularly held at the state level, such as young bankers or women in banking. Does that apply to your vertical as well? Maybe. These tend to be more educational in focus and can be an integral part of an employee's overall education, quote, maintenance, end quote. The main difference in an in-person versus virtual conference is the chance meetups. The, I ran into someone and we started a conversation about X and, 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 and those things just kind of organically occur when you're in person. Very, very difficult to achieve that same sort of run into somebody vibe in a virtual meeting. I also like that directors are often invited to attend conferences like the ICBA Live. Now, there are also state conferences that focus on directors as attendees. Now, here's my suggestion. If you're sending directors, this is not just for bankers. If you, if you have those that are on your board and you just want to reward them for being a director and, and send them off to a conference, great. Let them go. Let them do whatever they want. <laughs> just Let them go have fun. Just let them loose. But if you want your director to get a specific educational benefit out of the conference attendance, then do the following. First, get a copy of the agenda and mark specific sessions you want your director to attend. If more than one director is attending, then split them up so they cover more sessions. Two, get a copy of the vendors that are exhibiting. Mark that up to noting the vendors that your organization already uses. And note which ones you're considering using uh, and any that represent a new or emerging technology. Now, again, if you're sending more than one director, focus one director on a specific area, perhaps like emerging payments, and highlight five vendors you want them to visit. And another director could focus on something different, such as, I don't know, upcoming changes into how fees and overdrafts will be impaired so that they're targeting vendors that offer fee enhancement services. You get the idea. Now, third, circle, circle back to the education sessions I referenced above. If you're focusing a director on a particular topic, make sure they're assigned to educational breakouts that align with that topic. There's no reason why you can't maximize the investment you're making by having one or more directors attend a conference. Now, each organization needs to look at your employees and you know, figure out who are your likely future leaders and then budget for them to start attending conferences. Regional first and then national. Why? Because as a future leader, they need access to the trends and strategies for decisions that they will ultimately face. And they need to start establishing relationships with others in their industry that are similarly situated. But who knows what future problems tomorrow's leaders will remediate simply because they formed a relationship with another banker they could rely on for wisdom. Now, both of the CEOs of my organization, the CEO of the bank and the CEO of the holding company, went to that ICBA conference. And every time I ran across them, they were in a circle of associates, bankers, and friends, both old and new. The value of establishing these relationships just cannot be calculated. 
Now, for me, this ICBA conference gave me the opportunity to attend education sessions on faster payments, digital banking, explore new technologies that ICBA is fostering through its association with the Venture Center, and visit with vendors in the exhibit hall. Access to the vendors is much more than tchotchkes and prize drawings. You can connect with existing vendors, explore new ones, find out what's trending across a variety of different types of services. Extremely valuable, extremely valuable. Now, regional conferences can be the best source of getting future leaders involved in educational conferences. This year, I'm fortunate to be speakers at many of these kinds of events like Southern Financial Exchange and the Louisiana Bankers Association, the North Carolina Bankers Association, and so forth. All of these are high quality events, have a packed schedule of timely breakout sessions and stimulating main stage speakers. Now, my contribution would be focused on assisting attendees in understanding the importance of innovation and strategic decision-making in financial services. I highly encourage you to find out when your state organization or regional association conference is being held. Make sure that at least one person from your organization is represented there. And if you have multiple employees that need to have this conference experience, split them up. Who goes where? Maybe you have some operational folks attending this particular conference while future leaders are at some other regional conference. This summer, I'll continue my association with the Graduate Banking School at the University of Colorado. I teach a mandatory first-year class on banking technology, and periodically, I also teach innovation in banking as an elective. I'm honored each year that they invite me back. And I feel like this is a great opportunity for me to interact with hundreds of future bank leaders. Uh, Louisiana State has an excellent graduate banking school, and some state associations also have summer graduate programs like Louisiana, Alabama, and Georgia. Now, targeting these future leaders to complete a two- or three-year summer program through these graduate banking schools is a must to create a well-rounded future leader. The vast majority of the students at the GSBC each year work in lending or compliance. So the grounding that I provide them in banking technologies will be invaluable when they ultimately become part of the senior executive team and must assist in making decisions about the technology that the bank will acquire and deploy. Think about it. Think about it. You're not in banking, but as you listen to this, you go, yeah, uh, yeah, I've got somebody who's a future leader, but I'm not getting them all the experience and all the elements of the business that they need. And remember, as they attend these, they develop relationships with fellow students and instructors. In the eight years that I've been on the faculty of GSBC, I've fielded numerous calls from former students who are wrestling with an issue in their institutions who now have me as a resource. How much is that worth? Now, I can't ignore the excellent efforts of my own organization of First National Bankers Bank in providing quality educational and networking events. Each year, we have our own annual conference that we call the Summer Conference. It's held at Sandestin Resort in the Panhandle of Florida. (laughs) Not, Not a bad place to have a conference, right? But this is an opportunity for us to mix, mingle, and learn, interact with our bank customers. The Summer Conference is unique in that it's a family-focused event. Most of the attendees will bring their family, extended families, even grandchildren. Now, when I attended last year, I ran into bankers who started attending Summer Conference as youth 25 years ago, and now they're in leadership in their banks. So there's always a strong educational program there along with the fun. 
And this uh, this year, I delivered a, a keynote on achieving the innovation mindset, describing how the innovation initiatives that are underway at FNBB will affect the entire organization. Also this fall, FNBB is sponsoring another conference called the BSA Experience, a multi-day conference that focuses on the unique compliance challenges and how to remediate risk. And I will create a unique and innovative interactive exercise specifically for that conference. So yes, you can attend conferences, but you have to think about the conferences you put on and make sure that you're delivering a high quality educational experience. Now, in my opinion, each and every employee should have some type of education as a part of their annual review. They should be working towards a certification, increasing knowledge on a key subject, or just staying abreast of industry changes. And you don't have to figure out what conferences make sense. You assign that to the employee. Let them research and present to the manager an education plan that stays within some assigned budget that's appropriate to their job function. And you evaluate whatever conferences they suggest and determine whether they achieve the stated education goals and they're appropriate, again, based on their you know, position within the organization. Now, don't let biases you may have about the social networking nature of a particular conference keep you from allowing employees to attend a conference that will advance their knowledge, leadership qualities, and provide new resources for problem solving. I hope I hope I get to see you or one of your team members at one of the conferences where I'll, I'll be speaking. If you send somebody to those conferences, ask them to make a specific effort to find me. I'd love to make a personal contact. Or maybe I'll see you at one of the upcoming events where I'm just attending as a part of my own educational goals, like the ETA conference uh, next April. ETA you know, is focused primarily on the card industry, and that's an area of critical focus for FNBB as we work on innovation involving faster payments and pay anyone push credits. Oh, where, where's the transaction conference? Well, it's, it's in Las Vegas, but, but I promise it's not a boondoggle, I swear. Thanks again for investing your valuable time listening to the Innovation Driven Growth Podcast. I covet your questions, comments, or critique. You can reach me at david at davidpeterson.com. I'm also on Facebook at DP Speaks and everywhere else on social media at DLP Speaks. I look forward to hearing from you and be sure to look for a new episode soon.